0: Well, the Cleveland Browns made a quarterback move and it wasn't Jimmy Garoppolo. Coming up on the next Locked on Browns podcast, we'll explore the latest addition to the Browns quarterback room and see if Jacoby Brissett is going to get pushed for the starting role here uh, in 2022 when Deshaun Watson is out. We'll do that all coming up next on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the Yellow bee, the Locked On Browns podcast, brought to you by Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, Friday weekender. We're going to take a little break here from the training camp preview season. Um, this, if you listen to Locked On Browns, the move the Cleveland Browns made yesterday should surprise no one. Um, we've talked extensively about what was going to be the option after Jacoby Brissett. Um, We maybe have some more answers to that. A little clarity to it. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Your host from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. From the Barbershop, Saturday mornings, 92.3. The fan, Garrett Bush, at G Bush 91 Now, we've gotten into this a little bit in the past here. Um, And this, it, it, it was never even a question of so much as what was going to be the length of the Deshaun Watson suspension. It was understanding that Jacoby Brissett, if he is... Indeed, the starting quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, be it two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, eight weeks, ten weeks, whatever the number was going to be, is who was going to be the number two quarterback? Yes, Josh Jobs is here. Josh Jobs has very, very limited playing time in the NFL. The playing time he does have, not successful. Does have some athleticism. Um, you know, can run a little bit. You know, brought that option to it. Um and it just seems so weird. Like we've come here full circle. 2018, we spent the entire offseason talking about Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Sam Darn, Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson. Um, so now the Cleveland Browns, no longer with Baker Mayfield on the roster, Baker Mayfield or straight away to the Carolina Panthers. Browns yesterday sign uh former number 10 overall pick in the 2018 NFL draft for the Arizona Cardinals, Josh Rosen out of UCLA. Josh, to this point in his career, has thrown about 500 passes. Uh, completion rate in the mid 50s. Um, I've always felt bad for Josh Rosen about the way the situation worked with the Cardinals. He was drafted number 10 overall. It wasn't a good season for the team. Fired a coach, brought in a new coach who had this vision of you know a certain young talent in Texas that he you know knew of but never got the opportunity to coach. Um, They went out with the number one overall pick. They drafted Kyla Murray. Then Josh Rosen was on the road to Miami. Another situation that wasn't good. Um, You know, stops in San Francisco, stops with the Atlanta Falcons. But now Josh Rosen uh, in year five of his NFL career is at least going to go to camp with the Cleveland Browns. Um, so certainly an interesting circle with the way the 2018 quarterback class has worked out. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold now teammates. Obviously, Jackson, Josh Allen have got on to become stars. Um, I, I liked the move, Garrett, because, you know, and I hate to say I told you so here, but folks, we, we literally did time on this. And the fact that there was going to be somebody else brought in some type of veteran quarterback. And it wasn't that maybe not necessarily the Browns are not just going to hand it to Jacoby Brissett for the time that Deshaun Watson is out. They certainly can do that. Uh, they needed an option. God forbid something happened to Jacoby Brissett. But even still, it's not like you know, Jacoby Brissett comes with this large presence. It's not like you couldn't get a quarterback in here, Garrett, who maybe had some abilities to either A, make sure Brissett is on his A game when he's ready to go, or you know, somebody that maybe, you know, if you're if it's viewed as an even playing field. Somebody maybe who could beat him out. Josh Rosen's got arm talent. There's no
0: question about that. Well, when you look at Josh Rosen, I look at this move as more of a, um, you know, a, a, as a leveling the playing field and bringing in somebody that can get, um, you know, to, to compete with Josh Dobbs. Um, usually when you look at it, I think, uh, you know, when you talk about Jacoby Brissett, he has the, the biggest advantage going into training camp. Uh, he's taken reps with the first unit he's he knows the system he's already had the playbook he's you know he's had that and he has been able to digest that talk to Kevin Stefanski since he got into into town back into the, uh, the late uh, winter early spring uh, until now so he knows the personnel he's been able to throw to these guys he's been able to get a certain type of rhythm with the, these guys he understands what the protections are. So when you're when you're coming in in training camp and you're trying to learn the playbook like Josh Rosen is going to have to do, uh, you're going to have to really um, be tr- be really intelligent and smart to pick it up on the fly. And that's one of the things that you know the Cleveland Browns I give them credit for. Uh, both uh, you know Josh Rosen and, and, and as well as Josh Dobbs are extremely intelligent, right? They're they're extremely intelligent given what their background was in in college. I don't know if I forget whether Josh Rosen was like some sort of uh, a chemical engineer, or he was trying to be some sort of scientist. I don't know. Some somewhere in that in that area, he was he was extremely smart at UCLA, and uh, so they'll be able to pick it up. I think this is a situation where you want to give yourself a really good opportunity to roll the dice and to see who's the best guy available. Because if if Jacoby Brissett goes down, now we're looking at. I mean that's DefCon One. Now, now you're like, okay, yeah, all right, you know, this is this looking bad. Now you got Josh Dobbs over here trying to, and then you're like, are we going to run readoption? option? We have no no sample size of what he's doing, and, and like we always say, say the Browns at this point are too big to fail. Um, you know, back in the day when when the government bailed out all of the banks and because of the mortgage crisis, the government had to do it because the, the banks owned so much equity own so much stock in so much real estate that if they let that market collapse the whole economy would collapse so if, if you let the quarterback position for the cleveland browns collapse to the point where you're at josh dobbs you're too big to fail you got nick chubb you got all these guys denzel ward miles garrett uh Jabin Clowney. you brought back your paying two offensive linemen a, a substantial amount of uh, money they are way too big to be failing and letting fourth or fifth tier quarterbacks go out there and, and, and getting the brakes beat off of them every week. So I think they had to do something. They had to bring them in. I think Jacoby Brissett is still the guy uh, that, that Kevin Stefanski believes in. Uh, obviously, they brought him in first, but you, you got to do your due diligence and you also have to make sure that you got a, a solid backup ready to go. Uh, and, and competition is always good uh, in terms of, of having another guy that can, in there to, that can push either uh, Jacoby Brissett and Josh Dobbs.
1: Yeah, I. There's no question with that, and you know, with Josh Rosen, as I said, you know, th- there is arm talent. There is something that got him drafted tenth overall in the twenty eighteen NFL draft. Um, for Josh Rosen, it's certainly not been a you know a, a four years journey in the NFL to this point that you're going to write home about. Um, there's been struggles. Uh, I, there's been questions of you know Josh Rosen's maybe his maturity, his commitment to the game. Um, when you've been on four NFL teams in four years, when you were no, formerly a tenth overall pick. Um, you know, is there something inside of him? Is he a little aggravated, you know, a little agitated for the way it all went down? And it becomes really, really difficult when you were a guy who was drafted 10th overall. To now be a guy that's maybe viewed as somebody that's going to be a backup option for the rest of his career. It's really difficult to go from the perch that he was on as a 10th overall selection to now of the understanding of, you know, it might be a two-year stint here, a one-year stint here, and basically moving around all over the country, you know, continuing to get paid as an NFL player but maybe not actually getting to take, you know, those reps. Um, So, you know, for Josh Rosen and look, I mean, this isn't lighting up the scoreboard in any way whatsoever. This isn't a, you know, a a franchise altering move. Um, There's capabilities. And, you know, one thing when you, um, you know, you are the Browns, you have faith in your system, you say, well, here's a guy that, you know, once upon a time we felt was maybe had some real talent. Um, Let's get him in here. Let's clear it off. And maybe where there is no pressure for a Josh Rosen, you could possibly get a better version of himself. The Browns have been doing these type of moves here under the Barry Stefanski administration. Malik McDowell last year was an absolute wild card of a move. Here was a guy who had basically no um you know, time playing football in almost a four to five year period. Um, For that they were hoping it would turn out, and it did turn out. and Malik McDowell played, you know, I'm um, sh- certainly better than anybody's expectations were last season. Um, in a perfect world, you probably don't really get Josh Rosen even on the field, um, for the Browns here in 2022. Hopefully, Jacoby Brissett does the job and you know toes the plan that the Browns have put in place to cover the time that the John Watson is out. Um, but you know, for me, and look, 25 years old, former number 10th overall pick, you know, Garrett. These are. For me, these are scratch off moves. You know what I'm saying? For for two dollars when the mega millions is seven hundred million, you know, seven hundred dollars on a seven hundred million on a payout. What's the two bucks? Give it a shot. It it's not gonna make anything, it's certainly not gonna break anything, but you got a guy in here with a little bit of talent. Give him an opportunity.
0: Absolutely. Uh, it's low risk, low reward. Um, as I said, you know, a couple of the names that were that were mentioned out there. Uh, They did bring in uh, another quarterback, uh, A.J. McCarron. Uh, It looks like they liked what Josh Rosen was able to do a little bit better. Uh, You know, I think both of those guys have about the same amount of upside. Um, You know, I just think they went with him because he has the ability, I think, to to kind of digest the playbook a little quicker. Um, You know, at the end of the day, I think the Browns are comfortable with Jacoby Brissett. um, But they needed another arm, at least if it's just another camp arm. Um, in order to, to to practice and get guys ready to go.
1: Yeah, um, we're going to get into it here um, with this next segment. You know, is there a possibility, you know, if it is truly viewed as an even playing field? Could maybe Josh Rosen threaten Jacoby Brissett? We'll get into that a little bit more here. Latest Locked On Browns, Jeff Lloyd Garrett on your Friday episode. BetOnline.net is the fastest in the Easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, the NFL, the NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for other sports, wagering information from live in game betting scores and podcasts they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today.
0: That online where the game starts. Welcome back to the Lockdown Browns podcast. G Bush. I and Jeff Lloyd. Want to thank everybody out there for su- supporting. We put something up the other day. Um, uh, you know, the channel has gone over a hundred thousand views, which is a beautiful thing. Um, a hundred thousand views, we are now the number four fastest growing top four uh, in the Locked On uh, Network. We want to continue to thank you guys for all your uh, support, whether that would be with the platform and, and your podcast, wherever you get your podcast at, and also uh, actually on YouTube and on Twitter. So we want to thank you guys uh, uh, for, for supporting us, you know, enjoying uh, solid X's and O's content, bread and butter content on your Cleveland Browns, your your Cleveland Browns every single day. We want to thank you. Continue to have you guys support. And right now, we still like we can almost get to three thousand. We can almost get to three thousand subscribers, which is amazing and it's mind-blowing that we could do that before training camp we got a couple days before that that situation starts let's keep on pushing and we'll go ahead and see if we can get that please subscribe at uh at at gbush91 and at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd uh you know you you got the quarterback room as standing right now jacoby Brissett right now uh josh rosen and then josh Dobbs. so you you have a, a three quarterback thing going here uh, obviously, Jacoby Brissett would have been the backup if Deshaun Watson was playing. Obviously, that means the Browns are expecting some sort of suspension with that. But with the addition of Josh Rosen, that brings up some questions, right? Um, Josh Rosen was a number over ten overall pick with the uh, with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he was a guy that you know was highly touted for a couple of years coming out of UCLA. Has some arm talent. What's messed him up in, his, in the league is is diagnosing uh, defenses. Uh, and, and throwing the ball exactly throwing the ball and being fooled on certain plays right so he he can get the ball there adequate arm he can get it there he knows where he can make all the throws on the field however he struggled where a lot of quarterbacks struggle he, just the same way in that same draft class baker Mayfield struggled struggle with this when when it's pressure pre-snap reads when you when you need to get the ball out quick and when you're doing it on timing they're good you know, three-step, get the ball out. Five-step, get the ball out. Let's run a little play action. It can do that. But when you have them in shotgun and you're asking them to make multiple reads, diagnose the defense uh, pre-snap, and then uh, after post-snap, be able to diagnose whether they are lying, whether it was telling the truth, whether he's trying to fool you, and then getting the ball to the, to the right, uh, hands of the right guy. That's where they struggle Now a lot of quarterbacks struggle with that, especially young ones, and it pretty much separates the, the top of the food chain from from the guys that are backup quarterbacks or guys that would be looking to do spot duty. That's the difference between the top and the bottom and to be honest with you, Jacoby Brissett, Jacoby Brissett struggles a bit um, when going back to watch film, you know, sometimes he has to check down route. Sometimes he it's available to him and he hits it on time and everything's good. And he'll take a four-yard play and live to fight again uh, on, on the next down second and six. Sometimes he does try to, you know, make a little bit too much happen, uh, hold the ball, uh, maybe, uh, you know, lock in on a receiver or a target. And that's where Jacoby Brissett gets into trouble. So for me, there is, both of them have their flaws. I think um, it would be unless... Unless Jacoby Brissett comes out and completely just, I mean, you know, loses his marbles. If he comes out and he's getting picked off in practice, offense isn't moving a lick, um, unless that happens, I would expect him to be the day one starter. Now, here's this thing, though, Jeff. Let's be honest with you. And this is the thing people are not bringing up. If the Browns start off 0-2, 0-3, now you, everything's up for debate. We talked about it in the first one. They're too big to fail. So oh, starting off 0-2 against a weak schedule that we were chalking up for wins, oh, there will be a fast hook, a, a quick one. You, you'll be seeing somebody else, whether it's Josh Rosen, Josh Dobbs, Jimmy Garoppolo might be on the table. If he's not signed by someone, the Browns wouldn't will not let the season go down in flames just because, you know, they want to be loyal to a backup quarterback. So that's something you got to look for. If he struggles early on, and, and they lose a couple games that they shouldn't look for the quick hook. So, so that could be in play, um, with Josh Rosen. This is, I mean, it, it, there's a couple of ways to look at this. Obviously, you know, Josh Rosen came into the
1: NFL, the more established prospect getting drafted where he did Jacob you know, a, a later round drafted guy. Um, Jacoby Brissett found the path to some playing time, showed fairly well with the Indianapolis Colts. If anybody remembers, that was the year where Andrew Luck in the middle of the summer just said, you know, that's it for me, I'm done. Um, left the Colts in a difficult position, but it gave Jacoby Brissett a chance to be an NFL starting quarterback. There was a nice stretch there where he played pretty well. Um, you know, then maybe started to even out as far as, you know, how much ability Jacoby Reset does have, keeping this in mind. And now this is something Garrett and I have been basically chirping on a little bit here is there are a lot of players right now getting to the Cleveland Browns who are in a situation they've never been in before. They are playing with a very good team. Josh Rosen bounced from the Cardinals to the Dolphins, Falcons, Niners. Anytime he was in any one of these situations, it really wasn't a good situation. It necessarily wasn't a good team. Um, And the same being for, you know, Jacoby Brissett. This is now going to be the best semblance of talent that he's ever been a part of as far as a team. Um, If it is straight ability, and Josh Rosen only 25, Jacoby Brissett obviously older. You know, Josh Rosen, the ability is there. But here's a poor guy that's been humble. Things haven't gone his way. When he has gotten the opportunity to play, it hasn't been that great. Completion percentage of you know fifty-four, I think. Career, um, more interceptions than touchdown passes. There was a day, his rookie year, he went into Lambeau Field, walked out with a W. Aaron Rodgers in his home park. So there are days where Josh Rosen has you know not hasn't always disappointed. But you know again, this will be a question of whether or not it's truly a level playing field, you know, does Josh Rosen come here with an absolute clean slate and a chance to maybe outperform Jacoby Brissett? It, it, it could happen. I'm I, I'm not necessarily saying it will. I'm not ne- necessarily even saying the Browns are going to give him enough of an opportunity to beat out Jacoby Brissett. The Browns may be 100% locked in that it is Jacoby Brissett until it's Deshaun Watson, and that's the plan they're going to go. But if it was truly an open playing field, Josh Rosen could probably... Beat out Jacoby Brissett just on talent of the ball. But there are other factors. The way the Browns do this, I think this is the running game is going to be heavily featured for whatever quarterback not named Deshaun Watson is playing. So that could also be the Browns thinking is, is you know, it's great. But, you know, we're not giving you the opportunity to go in there and, and toss the pill around in these games. We're going to let Wyatt Taylor, Joel Batoni, that offensive line, smash the living daylights out of defenses and look to run for 200 yards plus. Um, but it, it's, it's a name it's fun. And look, you know, for me, you know, th- there is this part of you and maybe it's the dad in me, you know, you, I look at a kid like Josh Rosen where it's never really worked out. Some of it is own doing absolutely 100%, you know, but I, I like to see a redemption story and for, you know, if, for him to even get an opportunity here and now to go into this situation where this is team where there is a plan, there truly is a plan for the Cleveland Browns and see if maybe with that opportunity for a kid like Josh Rosen does it change. That's all. Can, can he maybe you know, get back up, you know, and then, you know, maybe who knows, maybe next year, you know, somebody maybe has some interest in maybe a young quarterback versus a Josh Rosen type of situation, but you always like to see a young guy who's kind of gotten kicked around by the league a little bit, get up off the mat and hopefully get another opportunity.
0: Yeah. That, I think you, the main point, my takeaway that that I really resonate with is, is he going to get enough reps in order to even be able to take Jacoby Brissett's job? Right. So, you know, it's going to take it, it to, in order to take somebody's spot. Right. So let's give an example. What what they doing it down in Carolina? Sam Darnold versus Baker Mayfield and Matt Corral. They've already told Matt Corral, chances are you're not going to play during the season. Um, they'll probably have to get to Baker. Then they'll probably have to get to Sam Darnold. And then they may go back to Baker if he's not down. Darn- Darnold's not playing before they go all the way down the food chain and go get Matt Corral. Because that at that point, starting a rookie, uh, a third-round pick, a rookie would mean you're, you're waving the white flag. But if you're looking at the Sam Darnold versus Baker Mayfield uh, kind of battle, one of the things you, you, you're seeing is you're going to get guys that are getting reps with the ones, some with the twos. You're going to be splitting reps during 7-on-7, splitting reps on, on, on skeleton drills. You're going to be splitting, uh, you know, snaps on inside run. So what's happening is you're going to get those uh, uh, equal share of reps. Now, the second they start being like, hey, uh, we're going to have you run with the twos, um, and, and, and you start to see them first-team reps dwindle down to, to a point where it's just like pretty much you running with the twos all day, especially in drills, that means the other guy got the, got the leg up, right? So maybe in this situation that can happen with Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold because they need to find out. But here I think – I think Jacoby Reset will get the lion's share of all the first team reps because they want to give him the best opportunity in order to, to, you know, basically succeed and to, and to be in a best position to set up, to uh, have some success by having all those reps under his belt, especially if Deshaun Watson is in there. So something tells me that Josh Rosen, yes, he would like to feel he's coming in to compete, but the reality of it is they would have had to do that probably in the summertime, uh, or going back to OTAs, if he would have had a, a legitimate shot at compete. Um, and there's also this aspect of it. You got a lot of young wide receivers here: Donovan
1: Peoples-Jones, Anthony Schwartz, um, and of course, you know, David Bell. Um, you know, better thrower of the football, Josh Dobbs or Josh Rosen. You're trying to develop these kids. Um, you at least want them, you know, getting these practice reps in with an NFL arm. Um, and again, do we think it's probably most likely Jacoby Brissett? No matter what, yes. Okay. But the premise on this for Garrett and I for the last couple of weeks we've been discussing this is what if Jacoby Brissett can go? If you tell me Josh Dobbs versus Josh Rosen, yeah, I'm taking Josh Rosen. <laughs> it's, it's pretty easy. I mean, if I got to play one of them and I'm in that unenviable task where I've got to play either Josh Rosen or Josh Dobbs,
0: I'd rather play Josh Rosen. You, you know, I, I'm there with you too. Um, I, I'll be interested to see who they put in uh but we'll right in plan more. c is not the way we want to go Gary. <laughs> uh, well, uh, that ain't that ain't but if we get to there we got more fishes to fry than we talk <laughs> about them about them two bro man um with the signing
1: of josh Rosen, uh friday here browns quarterbacks browns rookies doors are open Come on in, guys. Set up your locker. Grab some equipment. Get a little work in before the rest of the team shows up on Wednesday. We're going to get our thoughts on that. Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, Friday edition of Lockdown Browns. Thank you, everybody, for being along for the ride. As always, just want to thank everybody um, to ma- who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen. Whether it's your favorite podcast app, make sure you follow and subscribe to the show. Of course, now on YouTube, um, over 100,000 views already. Um, when we were first approached uh, about this, you know, cause the way it works is basically Garrett and I, we both were for basically the same company, not in the same aspect at the time. Um, with, um, the, you know, the birth coming of the ultimate Cleveland sports show, um, we wanted to find a way to get locked on Browns up higher. We wanted to also get a way to get the ultimate Cleveland sports show as much pre pub as we could before that took, um, thought, you know, asked us our thoughts, put us together, um, and I would say it's gone it, this success has gone incredibly well to this point. You know, as Garrett had mentioned, the, you know, fourth highest growth uh uh since on the beginning of YouTube uh for Lockdown Browns, it's all because of you people. Again, look, I mean, you know, I will say it till I'm blue in the face. We can do this every single day, but unless people show up to watch, it don't mean a hill of beans. But again, I thank everybody for the support at this point. And again, we still haven't even got to talk about a football play yet. So it's only gonna get better.
0: Welcome back to the Locked On Browns podcast. G Bush, Jeff Lloyd back in the building. Well, you know, we 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 are here again and, and, and we we're talking about quarterbacks and moving along. Let's get to some of these other guys. Now, there's a uh there's rookies reporting today. Um, so rookies are gonna report and uh quarterbacks and in, in, uh the rest of the team and veterans will report uh next week or or uh start trickling in over this weekend and on, on through Saturday and doing their things. So when you're looking at this situation uh and, and you're looking at uh your guys that are, are your rookies uh let, let me let's take a look at a couple guys um that i'm interested and excited to see and talk about uh especially on the defensive end of the football and one of the guys that should be reporting today is one perryon winfrey uh he's a guy who uh, a lot of people are excited about right and and i think one of the things that one of the cliches is you know hey well we'll see if he could talk it like he walk it like he could talk it. he did a good He did a good job talking, but I mean, to be honest, his tape is pretty good too, right? Uh, His tape is pretty good when you go back and watch him and what he can do uh, at Oklahoma. So I want to see, and I'm always interested in seeing what the young guys are going to bring to the table. Uh, You know, it's enough about the projections. It's enough about, uh, you know, where they play ball at in college. There ain't no more weightlifting videos out here. Now it's all about putting those pads on, right? Now it's about to get those pads smacking. It's, it's time to see if you can get off a block. It's time to see if you can rush the passer. It's time to see if you can keep some good leverage and pad height and level and punch and drive in the middle of that defensive line because that's what the Cleveland Browns are, are, are going to need. And there's two defensive tackle positions up for grab. Hey, go in there and get you one, big fella. Go in there. Go in there. And, and that's one thing and the one mentality that I always admire with certain guys coming into the league. You know, I, I get that y'all want us, y'all want us to, you know, go get the donuts and get the film equipment because we rookies and clean up the bags and we got to come out early. Y'all might make us sing in the cafeteria. That's all good. That's 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 good for team building, camaraderie, razzing, and, and kind of teasing the young guys, the young pups. But at the end of the day, you got you got to come in there and be ready to go. I want to see somebody that's in there saying this is a position that's up for grabs. Like there's there ain't nobody established in front of you. Togeye, Sheldon Day, uh, uh Taven Bryant, all those guys. These guys, these guys ain't, ain't ain't penciled in as as some sort of starters. Uh, you need to come in there and be ready to go. And I think he'll bring that attitude, that nastiness, that dog to the to the team, to the defensive front. And I, I think there's positions to be had. There's some guys up front. Uh, There is, you know, a couple stacked positions around this team, defensive tackle and wide receiver ain't one. If you're a young guy and you want to make a name for yourself, you want to stick in this league, you got an opportunity to do it here with the Cleveland Browns because there is they're not bringing in extra veterans. They're they're, just rocking what what they got into in these rooms. And, and so, uh you know, one guy that should be benefiting from that is Perrion Winfrey. Who are you looking at as guys that uh, that are reporting uh, in the next couple of days as far as the rookies that are going to get going? Uh
1: Well, I, I think there's of this Browns rookie class. There's three players you look at. Certainly Perrion Winfrey, without question, is somebody you think you were going to have high hopes for. Um, And now you. You switch it to the offensive side of the ball here, and you mentioned the wide receiver position. Everything that we have heard of David Bell to this point has been nothing but superlatives. Okay, that's great. Now, pads are going on. Uh, It's not necessarily live, but it's closer to live. You're going to get hit on some of these catches. Does David Bell take the next step? Does all the positivity that we heard about spring, does that resonate now into summer? And there is a path. There is certainly a path for David Bell to get himself into an opportunity where maybe he sees 50 targets as a rookie, maybe 60 targets as a rookie. The Browns need somebody who can work the underneath. David Bell can do this. You don't want to do this with Amari Cooper. That's not what you're paying him all this money for. You're paying Amari Cooper for game-breaking ability, but you need people to come in and do the dirty work. David Bell does have that type of ability, Uh, you know, the type of things. You know, he did at Purdue. Um, He played with another star receiver at Purdue while he was there, so there were times where David Bell was the second fiddle, you know, took whatever crumbs came his way. But there's a path to David Bell. Now – most important player of this month's 2022 draft class could easily be Cade York, um, and especially early in the year. And this is something that I don't really necessarily like for Cade York. You know, when you have a team where Deshaun Watson will not be quarterbacking, you feel that maybe you're not going to be getting the points as you would be if Deshaun Watson was behind center. So you might need Cade York early in his career to be counted on for a big field goal or two. I don't really like putting the young man in that position. Um, you think about, I know everyone wants to talk about the, the Bengals situation last year, but their rookie kicker, it's a little bit different. You know, when, you know, Joe Burrows, uh, you know, on the field, you know, man, it makes your life a little bit easier as a kicker, you know, granted, you know, McPherson did have some huge clutch kicks as the season went on. Um, you know you you understand that York's best value would be Deshaun Watson is there um and maybe not having to count on Cade York that's one of the reasons the kicker position for the Browns got criticized as much as it did last year those were huge huge kicks that were missed extra points field goals it was you know backbreaking because the Browns offense was not achieving the heights that they you know had hoped and envisioned Deshaun Watson you think you're going to hit those heights um so it makes it a lot easier for Cade York to come in but if Cade York could be a couple of huge, huge kicks early in September, um, you know, for him. And it's a tough spot to put a rookie kicker in. But then again, I mean, if you were the best of the best that was available in the twenty
0: twenty two NFL draft, you should be ready for it. Yeah, you you got to be ready ready to go. And I think uh, I like that you brought up the kicker. Like we said before, man, I, I, picks be damned. Um, wherever you got him at, at some point in time, you need a kicker. If you need a kicker, go out and get a kicker. Uh, I'm not saying spend a set, first or second round pick on him uh, and and mess your roster up, but at the end of the day, when you're kicking in Cleveland and you're kicking in the division with Justin Tucker and McPherson, and, and, and uh, Pittsburgh has a, a a great kicker too. I, I think the, the Browns is another area special teams need to improve, so they did that with a rookie kicker. I'm interested in see, and that's going to be very important, especially when you're dealing with a backup quarterback, and you need all the points you can get, and they come at a premium.
1: Uh, no doubt about it, you know. And of course, for any of these Browns rookies, I mean, this is a different situation. Browns rookies in the past, hey, you could do anything; it was appreciated. You know, you come in now. It's hey, you know, you better be ready to go because you can't be part of to holding this team back. You know, you were brought in here to be part of what hopefully is a division championship team. So you all better be ready. And, uh, you know, the talk is the talk. Is One thing's that. it's None of it means nothing. Now, come on in. And perform. Um, he is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. Make sure you're checking it out. Always a killer lineup, day in, day out. Over there, guys cover a ton, a ton of topics. The barbershop, 923 The Fan, Saturdays, uh, 9 to noon, of course, summertime. Always, you know, some guys going in and out of the studio. So certainly some extra barbershop time over at 923 The Fan during the summer. Make sure you're checking all that out. Make sure you're following Garrett at gbush91. Uh, myself jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd show itself at lockdown brown follow back account dms are open uh as always again we appreciate you all for making lockdown browns your first listen on your favorite podcast platform of course here on youtube closing in on 2300 followers over a hundred thousand 000- views already um, in the small infancy of the show here on YouTube. Could not be more thankful, could not be more appreciative. uh, To all of you, everybody have a great weekend. Business is about to pick up next week. Camp will be open. I'm jacked up. I know Gareth's pretty excited. Uh, Can't wait. And with all that being said, this is your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the L Let's go Browns.